0: to another episode Middle Ground with J.L. Lee, LLC, where we treat you like family. That's the theme song, Detroit Love, off my first album, The J.L. Lee Experience. Go get it if you don't have it. I own the music and copyrights. So don't mute on Facebook. Always got to say that. I got an amazing episode for you this season, 11, episode 19, to come off vacation this month. I got my amazing nephew, high school senior sports athlete, Zion Edwards. Welcome to the show, nephew. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Appreciate appreciate you for doing it. It's gonna be some fun. First question: What led you to the path? A football. Yeah, I ain't know you like sports like that to go play. I, really, uh, my
1: my granddad, I wanted okay. to, to work hard so I could play for him, so he could see me play. But he never got the chance, so I kind of just carried that on.
0: Okay, and we didn't miss him. That that was a great dude. Great dude. I I tried to get all the knowledge out of my could before he left here. Yeah. So be with Jesus. Shout out to him. So, what has it been like being in high school?
1: What's it been like in high school? Really, it's really about time management. I could I can say that. You can have fun in high school if you really know how to time manage. I'll say that. Uh, especially with sports, kind of like yeah, kind
0: of, you, yeah. How was that balancing both of them, athlete and student?
1: Uh, it can get it can get challenging towards the uh. Towards the end of the season, when it's late, late nights, that's where you really working until 8 o'clock, getting home close to 9. <laughs>
0: Work done, you know. Man, look here. I remember when I was training all sports, me and my homeboy Jerome. I would, My mom wouldn't let me clear for football, because I, I felt that would have helped me. So I had to try to track. Lord, I was short and fat, so I got in shape doing that one. But we was the honest kids too, so all that homework and practicing, I'd be falling out. You ever had them experiences? Oh, oh, for sure. Especially like, yeah, it's been bad. It's, it's real bad. Sometimes Don't when Don't get home. working on the paper and do one of these, it's yeah. five in the morning. Dang, I gotta finish this. Oh yeah, <laughs> be bad.
1: Them ten hour energies uh dreams be helping, be helping,
0: be <laughs> helping. Okay, you cracking them, huh? Okay, a lot of them. A lot of them. I don't know. If we had that back in the nineties. Now was in high school, but you got all the tech at your disposal. Yeah, a lot, a lot. Now, what is it like that camaraderie amongst you and your teammates? Honestly, it's uh,
1: it's actually a great. It's a great feeling when like the whole team click. It's somewhere around the middle of the season where. You, you really all that hard in the summer it starts to really pay off and like you start to actually build trust with them and you can go rolling on the season
0: okay so, I, I, i'm pretty sure i had the normal skirmishes i don't like you because she like you whatever before y'all really start gelling yeah now are you one of the captains of the team or nah but
1: i uh i feel like I did what I had to do to make the team better.
0: Now what position did you play? Defensive end. Oh you got the quarterback. How many sacks you get?
1: Got about five this season.
0: Oh, that's dope. How did it feel the first time you did it?
1: It felt really good. I say it felt
0: really good. Had teammates uh cheer me on. It was real it was a really good experience. Now I know my brother your mom was there. You ever see them losing their man in the stands when you did it? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> Football too. I remember your father. I was like, "Damn, you like a behemoth. Why don't you play sports? They got too many rules." Yeah. What? They got oh, too many man. rules. I I can't hit the quarterback like I want. What are you trying to do to the quarterback, there? Like, he ain't supposed to move. Jeff, like, no, that's not the point of football. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to play, big bro. <laughs> you would have been good though. Yeah. yeah, he yeah he probably would have been a beast out there back in the days where you really could knock the slop out of a quarterback. Now you got to put him down like a baby. Oh, yeah. The ref- will say, oh, you hit him too hard. Yeah, can't hit too high, can't hit too low. Now, how was that in you in mid-speed and you really you keeping in mind, okay, I can't hit him up here or way low here, they're going to call a penalty. How was that thought process? It's really like, you gotta tell by his body
1: language a little bit. Like, okay. So if he' trying to he' trying to go out, he' trying to go out the pocket. You really gotta, you really gotta see what he' trying to do, cause he could he could easily slide and he'd be a targeting. So it's like it really gotta
0: depend. Okay. On. That's a lot of information y'all processing. Even okay. when you moving at super speed to make sure you can kind of slow up like the flash, hit him in the right spot. I don't affect the team. Maybe get a fumble. And keep it moving. So, sure. now, what all did football teach
1: you? Football taught me a lot. I could honestly say. Talk about it. Football helped in a way, like. Okay. Okay. How did football help? Hey, repeat the question, please. Can you repeat the question. Sure. How did football? What did football teach you? I'll teach me. It really taught me how to. Hold my own. It really taught me how to defend for myself a little bit. It really, mm-hmm. it made me voice out a lot more. Because I had to really, you had to be speaking up on the field. And I'm really, I feel like I'm really to myself. It really taught me how to. Yeah. Myself, in a way.
0: I, I was I was definitely like that in high school. Because no one should do this. But when I realized my father wouldn't see me graduate because he died when I was 12 smoking weed and drinking cigarettes wasn't the way to go because oh. you'll be kind of depressed in the in like fifth hour looking out the window trying not to think about them things that's why i want to play football i think if i hurt the quarterback i could deal with my pain by putting on somebody else
2: yeah. but
0: that wasn't an option so i took the drug route which don't recommend it for nobody it don't help but it is cool to taught you that because It definitely teach your manhood a little bit, too, how to be held accountable. So I'm pretty sure the coaches make sure y'all keep your grades up, you ain't the knuckleheads in the classroom, respectful to everybody. They they know who you are and what you represent for the school. Absolutely. Also, I feel like it also taught me how to uh, be a better role model,
1: how to carry myself when it comes to being in the school building because I feel like when you when you uh play a certain sport, you kind of have that chip on your shoulder, and people are looking at you look at you differently, based off of the sports you play. So I feel like I kind of had to carry myself in a way that it it reflected my image.
0: So, Got you. Gotcha. Yeah, the stigmas of dumb jock and all that crap, and that's not true. Uh, a lot of amazing athletes I went to school with that were killing it. I was I as long as I had a three to maybe a three five I was cool. I wasn't trying to get no forty points like Steph Curry or Kobe nobody. I need no four point. As long as I stay in the three point range, I'm cool because I'm doing my other stuff. But I knew cats that you got a four point. Dog, you doing it? Okay. And the cats, I knew that were the top people with basketball, football. I start learning that they do face challenges because all the schools are recruiting. They really got to figure out what'd be the best fit for him, and all that good stuff. Absolutely. Now, do you want to continue once you graduate this year? I, okay. didn't,
1: I don't know. I have a, I have a scholarship. I, I qualify for, for the Hope Scholarship where my uh my GPA is high enough so I can go to college for free. So I
0: can really I'm talking about. I don't know. I have to see. I have to see. I don't know. Was the hesitation about it? Hesitation?
1: I Honestly, I feel like I want to enjoy myself just a little bit because I feel like football is like a it's, – it's, it's commitment. It's a whole whole commitment. Endless hours in the gym, endless hours in the film room, and barely enough time to sleep. So I feel like I kind of want to enjoy
0: myself just a little bit. Yeah, but the payoff definitely generational wealth for your family. For yourself. Anything you might think of knowing, you would have the resources at your disposal, the connections you'll meet. Right. But I feel like I kind of want to uh I want to go to trade, the trade school route. Okay. What trade you want to do?
1: Electrician.
0: Oh, uh, like Uncle Donzel getting all that bread.
1: Hey.
0: Trades is all right. They make some money with that thing. They
1: That's don't shocking.
0: talk about that enough out here on the planet. Like trades is really cool awesome then, life you can have doing
1: that networking i feel like the networking can help
0: mm-hmm.
1: meet enough people shaking hands i feel like you get somewhere what made you think about ne- about trades trades honestly i really just wanted to uh better myself so i could have a business that's why i'm trying to go into college for a uh, business so then at some point when i get good enough at it i can start a business
0: with trade okay now, this is awesome entrepreneurship. I feel that because I ain't really had a chance to chop it up. with So this, this is like where you where you are now over the years. Time just went by, but that's cool. Where you want Where would you want to be at your business down there?
1: Uh, probably because uh Atlanta they are getting a good population. Like they they starting to get up there. So okay, you know, The electrician done. So I feel like
0: it's a good spot.
1: Okay.
0: Now now how 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 have the females been treating you, you know, Mr. Athlete? <laughs> females, uh
1: I I ain't had too much time to worry about it, but I had a couple. couple just, you know.
0: Okay. Had a little bit of shine for being an athlete, okay. A little bit. That's cool. Now, now, now we we marvel DC people in our family. How you been liking what they been putting out lately?
1: Kind of rush a little, a little. Uh, I say Black Panther. I feel that was good. Uh, the second one, it was really good. I enjoyed that. Uh, really, they they ain't really put too much out that I can really say I enjoyed. It. But they already uh, came out with uh, Aquaman 2.
0: No, that's coming out next month.
1: Okay, so I
0: feel like
1: I feel like gonna be pretty high because I I enjoyed the first Aquaman. So
0: yeah, I mean it seemed like for whatever reason, and to us it looked weird, but they might actually have a plan when they came out with the first phase for the Infinity Saga. Every story connected to it's somebody they gotta fight. Yeah. I mean, if you read the comics, you knew it was Thanos, but the average film goer, you're seeing, oh, oh this person, he's in his movie, in that movie. Yeah. So, it's something down there. They got to go team up to fight. And you don't see that now. Uh, it's really, feel. I feel like they're really just trying to introduce a whole bunch of side characters. Yeah. So- Instead of, they all do have a purpose, because say you got Captain Marvel popping her head in, hey, we're going to need you, so here's a card okay, it's still all connected, like the first soccer. And this not doing that, so it's like, you just flooding all this stuff out here. Ain't came the Conqueror who y'all supposed to be fighting? Where's the bonus scenes? Y'all talking about this guy? Other than Loki, you don't really hear nothing about it, except the, the Ten Rings movie. That was about it.
1: Now, uh, I don't, I don't really know how they're gonna uh carry you with the Winter Soldier and the Falcon. I don't know how they're gonna really go with that. And tie it back in. Cause.
0: Yeah, cuz I mean it shouldn't be hard since he's the new captain of America. That could be Nick Fury got the swordship in space. Hey, tap in with him. you new cap now, so this is what's going on. Here's the briefing. gives you something that simple. But you're not seeing that. And as a Marvel fan, like that's what made y'all change the game because it was all connected. Now kind of all over the he place. Hope, okay, you got her brother, her cousin on here, but you ain't even talking about nothing he really dealing with. At uh. all. It's like a comedy show, like, okay. So, and, okay, and then the end of the show, we're going to get to, hey, we got a big bad cut, maybe we can use your help. Yeah. That scene didn't happen, right? Okay, so y'all just making stuff. All right. And people ain't really caring, because the Marvels came out, and it ain't really blow the box office off cuz people are looking at another stuff connected in my opinion. I'm be honest, I thought She-Hulk was going to do a lot better than it did
1: cuz it had potential. It had potential and it didn't. I ain't going to lie, it didn't reach my expectations 100%. But
0: no, nah, cuz you had the cartoon agents to smash. You you could have gave us something that okay, yeah, she's a lawyer by day, but she do Avenger stuff at night cuz she chopping up with Cousin, or whoever, about this, and you ain't see none of that with a lot of these shows. I'm like, okay, you need to get back to that because that's what made people be engaged. That it's all connected, so you gotta watch all of it to keep up with the story. Yeah, you ain't Uh, got no story right now, really. It says Loki, Ant Man, and the Ten Rings movie, and now they say the Marvel, the Marvel's movie. But everything else being released ain't really talked about nothing. So, like, you can just skip all that. Yeah. And get to the Kang storyline. So, that. now, that's what they do going forward. All right. And that'd, that'd be worth the trouble of it. I thought that like Deadpool movie
1: going to be good, though. That,
0: uh, that new one coming out. Which one? Deadpool movie, Wolverine. Oh, yeah. He, he finally got to put the suit on and come back. <laughs> yeah. I was shocked they made Deadpool. When I was a kid, I would go bother your dad or Uncle John, and i see this dude getting stabbed, and he okay. He got a healing factor. This is violent. (laughs) They can't make this stuff real life. Over time, we find a way to make it PG 13 or whatever. But for Deadpool, you know what? We're going to do a radar. And it made money. It was no way they could put that uh, PG 13. Uh-huh. I was impressed. Like, people went to go see it. Like, he had a follower. The the same? Like, this one makes some money too. And then you got Wolverine in it. And everybody would yep. want to see him in the suit. For oh. the longest. So oh. That's definitely going to be big. I
1: don't think you're going to do another one after this, though.
0: But you he said we'll he'll do, do Avengers movie. Wolverine? Mm hmm. Hey. I guess Ryan, his homeboy Ryan, kept trying. Like, to come on, man! If you gonna put the suit on, you gotta put it on for the Avengers, bro. Come on. I got mean, why, I mean, you're Wolverine. I don't care how many times you say you retire from it. When you say Wolverine, they say you. Oh yeah, that's. I feel like that's a. I feel like that's the same with a lot of actors. Like
1: Tony Stark. I don't know who's gonna replace him. If we being honest. They talk about trying to bring him back.
0: They got to, cause him lose the money and the people lose the interest. Like. I mean, you got the multiverse. You could bring a version of him, Captain America, and them back. It
1: ain't going to feel the same way.
0: Yeah, but if you do your job, you ain't got to worry about bringing them back. Because you picked a new leader, and that person's popping up in all of these shows to keep it connected. But because for whatever reason, they ain't doing now, it's a scramble. Well, maybe they bring it, well, we could bring Black Widow back. We could. Didn't yeah. someone have a contingency for this? Or someone just said, "Let's just make it all be standalone content." And who who gave that bright idea? Because I was dumb as hell, in my personal opinion. Yeah. It's a you never saw that in the comments. Everything was standalone. Yeah. So don't, why are you going to do it now?
1: I don't know how they're gonna replace. Uh, I mean, they already replaced Captain America, but it, I don't know. I don't know.
0: Well, they got the girl Riri. I ain't heard. Right. Iron Man. She's he, smart like Iron Man, and then you got Spider Man, who, as the storyline been going, Tony picked him to take his spot to protect the planet. Okay. So what? Uh, so they could still follow that. I think they resigned him to still be Spider Man. I think so. I think so. So he could take that role, but they might be forming the Young Avengers because he ain't that old. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying. It's gonna be
1: good when they are uh, when, Fantastic Four when they get the right people for it, like they gonna.
0: Yeah, because the first fun. movie was they were all the right people. All the right people. All the right people. People forget mark B. Jordan did that that remake, which was yeah, uh. uh, Not at all. And Captain America was a good fire's Human Torch. I mean, not,
1: not that he's gone, not a uh, Cap, not that uh. What's his name? Chris Evans. Now that he gone as Captain America, he could, he could. But I don't
0: know. Yeah. If they were, but then, yeah, man, can they kind of older now? They might want to try to find someone a little in the middle of the pack, but still got some star power. Right? At least the dude that play Reed Richards got to be somebody now. Oh yeah. I know they were talking. Well, you already had the dude from Jack Ryan. Yeah. So you still keep him. And it got to be a female or someone out here you can use that somewhat known. But then you got to get Dr. Doom right.
1: Oh, yeah, that's
0: who. The dude that played him in the beginning, he was a villain on Charm TV show. He was perfect. So you got to find something similar like that guy. Once you get that, you'll be all right. Because he got a embody Victor Von Doom, Got his own country and talk a lot of smack. Smart as hell. Can't just pick anybody. Thanks. And he got charisma, so it can't just be a, a smart, crazy person like they did with Lex Luthor with the Justice League movie. No. He's smooth, suave, and talk a lot of diplomatic crap, and you can't touch him because they're going to say diplomatic immunity. I'll blow up a country. <laughs>
1: hey, you think uh, they're going to use CGI for the thing, or you think they're going to actually do
0: a suit? CGI gotten better, so they could do a suit. Or or CJ like they did with the Hulk now, put some things on you, and you do it yourself. Good. Then- yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, you could make a rock suit like they did before, but CJ might work better. Hey, but they didn't work with the Michael B. Jordan one though, so I don't know. Nah, they made him look too different. I don't know how that's gonna work. Yeah. And, and them four actors really had that dysfunctional family dynamic that is a key component to them. Yeah. They family, but they will bicker about stuff, even in the midst about the jump of the battle. Like, hey, problem over there. What y'all doing? We're we, we setting an argument. Like, what's wrong with these people? Right. So they definitely had that because the Michael B. Jordan movie really didn't have that component. Uh, not at all. You know? And that's like, that's their thing. You're always going to have human torch and a thing go back and forth. Reed Rich is always going to be stuck in the science and the wife looking at him like, hey, you got a baddie over here, what you doing? <laughs> Tell him to stop arguing. You know, them dynamics you saw in the first one. Just take some of that and put in a new one. This should be good. Anything you want to market, promote?
1: Uh... Not at the moment. Not at the moment. Still trying to work on it.
0: Trying to, still trying to work okay. On it. Now, what are your thoughts about your future as you approach graduation? My future.
1: Honestly, I just want to make sure everything is in the right place. You know, I, I really, in my mind, I really want college to to work out. And okay. I get what I need to, so I can be successful in trade, so really just looking to have a successful future, that's really that's all you,
0: you definitely will you definitely will, you've been toast up the right way, you know, to keep God first, right. and when adversity comes take it in stride, learn from it, keep moving oh, that's cool. it. mine was terrifying, like oh my god I got to figure out manhood without a dad. What the world i am going to do? All the while, gangs and dope dealers was trying to recruit back then. Like, no, I love women. There's nothing in prison I won't. Sorry. <laughs> how do you, okay. you feel you got through it? Yeah. All
1: right. Well, what could you say, like, that got you through it?
0: Well, it started with music that's when i was birthed to a musician nighty dad i just played the the wine as a friend over and over and that kind of gave me that solace to where i wanted to make music for any emotion to help other people so i started looking at Babyface as a faraway mentor on how do i construct the song so i didn't let people know that because <laughs> you know the homies oh this old suck for love you know, He's a boy's man, dude. Nah, y'all can't know that. So I be writing the song. The females knew I'd write a song saying, but fellas, yeah, I'm rapping with y'all. So music will always be that. I want to make music, have my own company, group. I used to draw up little concert pictures and all that. Back then, I think my name was LG. <laughs> I can laugh at it. And it's funny because I spelled the L-E-G like the E was silent. I don't know why. It just looks weak. Where did and was that? Where did G come from? L E G and it I had Latin back then, so I've is Lay the I think the greatest or something. Hmm. So back then I was calling myself the greatest been allowed to motivate myself. Okay. For that self motivation. Put your mind to it anything you can't achieve. Right. And by the time I got to senior year, I attempted suicide, eleventh grade. Stuff really wasn't vibing at the crib. Tupac Me Against World kept me on right track from doing that type of stuff. Never thought I would talk about it, putting a book ever in life. Which is, your journey is so weird. Stuff you go through can help others. So when I got to graduation, it was more. Well, you like engineering, you like music. Down that path okay. and figure it out. I don't know how I'm going to get there, but stay on that path. And when I got to school, I was engineering, engineer. But it. I didn't really learn how to study math, so math kept dunking on me. <clears throat> they went to go see the dean of engineering, and he was like, from talking to you, you ain't no engineer, man. You 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 too charismatic. You say, like, music, I can see that. Go take a test and see your other interests. I'm like, okay. A homeboy did tell me. My boy, gets my boy, Doug. Why don't you do business management? Man, I ain't trying to do that garbage. I'm trying to do this music thing. So I went to music management. Root awakening. Ear training is like math I never heard of because you're doing the engineering aspect of it through ear. Where we in class and the teacher making beats on the piano, and I'm like, dude, why you making beats? Everybody laughing. This the test, Jeff. Huh? Yeah, you got your music staff paper, right? So in the bass clef, and you got the treble, you got to put the time center training notes of what I'm doing. I'm like, we reverse engineering music? What What is this? What the <laughs> hell? Like, oh, Lord. Play the beat again, bro. <laughs> like, okay, that's a whole note. I had to go to piano lessons to understand how you count whole notes, have notes, because I was, I was always in the glee club, but I never learned the fundamentals, because he was making the beef, like Everybody was just like, okay. I'm like, I'm lost. What the hell? I just got a whole note down. This is four, four, the 4-4-6-8. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I thought it was going to be easier than engineering, man. Damn. I need a drink. Hey. <laughs> Did you I, drop- I figured out most of it, but I still had you had to do private voice lessons. I still had the uh, music history classes. I still had the a, a finished up ear training and piano proficiency. I dropped out, no 08. Okay. okay. Just studying the Wayne State; they pay for college, and now I'm learning just the day-to-day life. Like, no, nah, this sucks. I got to be my own boss. I need options. This just this nine to five ain't it? So when I went back, the head of the department, Dr. Nora Duncan. When I was a music major, he was over the 18 of the choirs because the core union was like the bad news bears. There's a bunch of people doing it, but we could see they were, they got the suit, the dresses, they got their they folders in their hand. When he hit that hand up, folders out, chin up, and them, they just started hitting them up. It's like, oh, that's 18. Okay. So he was chopping it up. He like, "Um, you still got so many more music classes. But if you do business management, you can be done in the next few years. And I had that thought. Yo, boy, Doug told you dumb butt to do that back in 04. Why the hell you didn't listen? Let's do that, man. And from January 13th, when I went back, after five years of dropping out, I didn't stop until August 2020. I graduated nonstop. And I always had that back in my head. What if you listened to Doug when God told him to tell you business management 04? Maybe you would have got, but then again, your journey is your journey, and what I've learned got me doing this because you could have never told me. Oh, in the future, you're going to have your own interview, sports, and social discussion show, radio broadcasting. Me? No. I don't like people like that. I'm an introvert, extrovert. I don't like to put my business out here. And yeah, yeah, God going to make you, help you find a purpose, and your life is a living testament. Now, my dad was a pastor. I ain't trying to do all that, bro. I'll tell you what God at, but that ain't my, nah, no nah, Ain't no Pastor Jeff over here. Nah, nah. And <laughs> me and my homeboy Jerome had a conversation o two where we debated all night because God was just like, I need you to do this. I ain't trying to be no pastor, go on, man. If you follow my will, and it's crazy because he labeled it out. You can do your books, your music, maybe some TV show. Everything I'm doing, he labeled out if you submit. I'm like, man, I tell people God that I've submitted. I did it. Not like you're supposed to. Like, man, come on, drone, cut that volume off. All right, I'm going to leave you alone, but God wanted me to tell you and to be doing it now. A month ago, I had that revelation. Like, remember that conversation I too. Everything he named off, you're doing. If you submit, <laughs> you're doing now. I just put my head down, like, but well, a man is a fool. <laughs> it's better to be obedient. You know, like that dude. He like, if you listen, Jeff, you can do A, B, C. Like everything you doing. He named it that night 20 some years ago that you was hell bit like no, I don't wanna be no pastor. I see stuff enough as it is, I'm cool. God over there, leave me alone. And I just laugh like he <laughs> gonna get his way. Like you finally gonna do business. I was your experience with the uh the the business How how was that? Business management, because I was always in the union. So, I never really looked at their perspective. And taking them classes, I got indoctrinated, Mike Gillis. And I would give people the example now to try to see them see both sides of it. Okay, if you hire someone to cut your grass for a 100 bucks, do you want them to just do the back part and they good? they had a shabby job, or you want their best effort possible? I want their best. So are you that type of worker what you getting at because this is what management is looking at so just like we this analogy of cutting grass you want the best work they want your best work so why are you crying you want more money if you ain't willing to put your best foot forward because this dude say he want 150 for his job and he did a half-ass job you might want to say get off my property you messed up my you, you hit my roses you did that you want what that had me look at it totally different from both sides. And I'm like, okay. But there's a way to manage where you can be respectful and get the best out of the worker, too. when right. I started learning to form my approach to management. Oh, yeah. They might get a game in the game. That's real. Dang. And they never had people come in that is out in the field doing stuff. I remember the owner of Meyer, and I had just read him and his partner had sold the deli part to Campbell's for like 230000000 million. I'm like, oh, that's dude coming in tomorrow. I'm like this. I got questions. Your arm ain't tight. No, 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 because I just read you sold that for 230000000 million. I'm trying to figure out how to do that. So I got questions. How you make a culture? How you do this? How you do that? Y'all going to give me all this. And it, it, it did help. Because what I'm doing now, all them classes I'm I'm utilizing. Which you could have told me, like, it's going to give a blueprint to do a business. And this is, I'm always researching. Because I, I don't want people say, man, you made me feel comfortable. You've been doing, like, I give it to God and I do the research. I watch other people's shows, see how they make the guests feel comfortable. And all that, because I live by my tab land where we treat you like family. You, you've been humble enough to share your career journey to help someone find their purpose. I don't know you from Adam, so I want you to feel comfortable quick as possible. Right. So you can give me that best Yoda game at the end on your advice. Yeah. And if you ain't comfortable, you might be hesitant. I've had people come on the show, like, you can relax. I don't care where you was at 4 in the morning. Oh, you don't? This ain't that party, bro, or, or ma'am. No. Okay, cool. Like, get back. This is the middle ground. Relax. Chill. Just give your flowers about what you did to be awesome. Then something like, well, I ain't done it." Like, the fact that you have become a CEO at a corporation or your own company, you thought about it, you put some work behind it, trial and error, and you got there. It's someone terrified to say out loud. They want to be a painter, for example.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So what made you say it out loud and start putting foot put to action? Okay. So that's going to help them. Okay. Like, we're we chopping up on Thanksgiving like, so I'm going to do a book signing. I got all three of my books on hand so I can do that. Like, you, some people wish they could do a book. And you actually did it. You did three of them. Yeah. To me, I'm more All right. But God said he said it and he did it. So all right. Worst case, I messed up. Try again. But I'm gonna do it. And some people find that hard to do. So I'm like, okay, I didn't think about it like that. Hmm. How was that? How was that process of like publishing the book? How was how was that? Ah. (laughs) Well, once I started interviewing people back in twenty one, I rebooted this show. Um, Chris Mattoon and Major Shepard, you know, shout out to them two major awesome, authors and mentors. They was like, you should write a book, Jeff. like, eh, I wrote one back in the day, but I kept losing it. I ain't doing that. Now you need to do it. I wrote it within a week right after we had a conversation. So I interviewed both of them together in June 21. I wrote my first book within the first week of July. But because I put in there I tip suicide. I'm like, I just 2000. That's in the forever. I ain't publishing that. Nope. Mm-mm. They don't know that about me. Mm-mm. And time went by, like the the Jeopardy's theme song, <laughs> waiting on people to finish. And one morning on September, God, I was paying bills. You no, know, God, I get talk to you like, hey, um, that book, I need you to publish it. Like, no, I ain't putting it out there. I don't care if you did that. It's going to help someone. Nah, man. But they're going to know I did that. They're going to look at me different. Jeff, come on, man. Put the book out. After a while, I get my ear twisted by God. I finally went on Amazon KDP. Learned how to put it out yourself. And put it out. Now, I was chopping up with a cat in the UK that does photography. Cool cat. And once I finally put it out, I let him know. My book is out. And I'm check it out, and this when I realized the path God put me on with this, it ain't about me. And the guy told me that you know, reading your book and hearing that you've had that experience, I've been dealing with that. But reading your book gave me reason to keep going. And then it was like, okay, f all the games, man, because. This dude would have took yourself out had you not been obedient and put your book out. So it really ain't about you. It's about for whatever reason your life got to be a living sacrifice for others to help them. So we're gonna stop fighting with God. Don't do that. Do that. Just do the work. He knows you need to make some money off at some point so you be comfortable and do it the way you need to be done. He know all that. He know everything. But you gotta really submit and just do the work. I really would have felt bad if that dude took itself out and my book could have helped him. And it really had me stuck for a day like, damn. It just got real. It really ain't about me, all this stuff he got me doing. It's for somebody else. Yeah, I don't want to be that dude. You know, Marvel, great power, great responsibility. Like, don't be don't be him where you didn't get it right and didn't put it out. So, you can put this out or work on this, do it. And that's what I've been doing since. I go do the research, ask them about it. Where it got me to three shows, got more books to come out, getting back in the studio. And Vince gonna get my building for the radio broadcasting company and start putting out my own film content TV show. This this was nothing I wanted. (laughs) I only stopped that music, nephew. But like, with your book, did that add a little bit of pressure with having to finish it? Or does it like... Nah, because I've always been a writer. So writing, writing, when I first wrote my first song in eighth grade to now, writing part was easy. It was just more the, they gonna look at you because I put the attempt to suicide in my first book. Okay. Yeah, then my second book, Talk about your separation as an example, because you got to be your inspirational book. You got to be an example. Whatever going on in your life, got to be an example. Don't want it to be, but it need to be an example. Like, okay. Then the third book I put out, uh, one of my former guests, Terry Brinston, reached out, because she had an educational virtual conference, and maybe I'd get the word out. Now, when I did LinkedIn, it was a class project, and we didn't know what the hell it was. Teacher got upset. Like, how y'all business? students y'all know about the business? Facebook, like, I never heard of LinkedIn. So I only had, like, two or 20 people for LinkedIn, all that on there. It wasn't until I got my degree in the mail, and I made a video about be the hardest working room, anything you can achieve. And that thing had, like, 3,600 views, connections. That's how I met my first guest, Chris Mattoon. He was like, no, you're a role model New Detroit Renaissance. I'm like, role model, me. They like, ain't did nothing special. And that star opening the door to interviewing him, but he got out. Other people I've interviewed to where I'm like, Well, you want me? Well, I'll put it out there, see what happens. So I put it out there about her conference. And I was amazed through my network, a lot of people wanted to rock with it. Well, she had the guest she needed. She asked me, I could speak. I'm like, okay, well, I don't even know, what to talk about. It helped bridge the gap of communication between teacher, parents, and the students. So I came up with your words can break the cycle and utilize different points of time in school that I dealt with words and how it could have how it could have went left and how I took it. First story I put in the book was this was mid 80s. I think I was third, fourth grade, won me president. So we had to put on what we want to be, and the teacher, white lady, uh, that ain't for you. You good with your hands. No, my parents tell me I can be anything I want, put my mind to it. No, that ain't for you. I was offended, <laughs> but it made me say I would never do it. I'm still going to run president just to prove a point that I can. So I went up writing that. Well, we had to film it, so I filmed that story after I typed it out. And the impact when they saw my video for the conference was like, wow, that's powerful, Jeff. Dang, your stories. I'm like, dang, I ain't think I got no story to tell. So then it wasn't too long ago. God tapped me on the shoulder. Um, you need to publish that into a book form. Why they need that, man? They need to hear that too. Okay. I ain't arguing. Let me get out here and put in a book form. I put that in the book for my um, daily devotionals, I was writing. I got that. I'm going to put out. Now i moved to where I'm doing more videos, even using my TikTok and just putting it everywhere to really start utilizing all the social media. So he's definitely more for me to become that person that I need to be for when this is really global. Well, it's global now because 31 countries rock with me. and listeners and all of them all age demographics but you keep nudging in the direction so it will be you know your journey will be some twists and turns you got another question for me nephew if i ask you one go ahead
1: go ahead
0: um what has been your biggest challenge on your journey biggest challenge Mm -hmm. uh i honestly
1: could say trying to keep it bottled up like my most Trying to trying to grieve. I feel like I'm still trying to work on that. Trying to grieve
0: because you keep it bottled up. Huh? You keep it bottled up. Yeah. yeah Don't just... do that. No. Don't do that. You're 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 not a robot. You're not terminated. You're a human. Right. right. you lost your grandfather. we you lost your cousin brother Cleo. Grief affects us all differently, but we're human and. Unfortunately, in this world, especially as young black men, it's always taught you can put up with anything. You don't cry about nothing. Shake it off. But we're human. We got emotions. It's okay to not be okay and get it out. Because if you don't and you keep it bottled up, it's going to come out the wrong way. and can hurt someone. So if you ever need to cry or go talk to your parents about or whatever or talk to someone, Definitely do that because mental health is real. Because of COVID, we really look at it now that some people don't got no family and they can't go nowhere are shut. And they need to talk to someone to cope with it. Now, you start factoring all the other traumas that are coming up in the hood or whatever that you've seen friends murdered or whatever you dealt with. Yeah, you, no black man or man on this planet should feel they can't share their emotions because we're, we're people you can't be a productive god-fearing person or whatever god you claim if you keep all that bottled up cuz it's going to come out <laughs> laws of physics relative to all that what when it comes in will come out it's like a math function that you eternalize in life and if it got you frustrated, angry, whatever hopefully it come out the best way possible for you compared to Man, this dude just flipped out. He stopped punching the wall, and this person ran up on him. He just kept punching one stop, put him in a coma. And it wasn't him. That was just that last trigger set you off. And I never want that for you, being my nephew, to have that. Just You just flip out on whatever the situation is because you're missing your nephew. I mean, your cousin, brother, or your grandfather. It's okay, to talk about it. You hit me up, whoever you need to talk to. It's okay. Even cry together, it's okay. It ain't okay to keep it bottled in and never deal with it. The grief affects us all, but we all gotta go through the grieving process to move forward in our new normal. Right. With them not being around. It's where it can be holding on to the memories and and you might still share tear times you laughing at the good times that you can remember with them and not man why they gone and this evil person here man i'm i'm i am punch someone like no that's the way to deal with it that's the way to deal with it. lean on the lord so he can guide you with it because there's some people out here now might be doing that because they got so much bottled up and they think it's being a man to hold it in it ain't being no man anyone listening a grown-ass man will deal with his grief and let it out the right way so he can be a better person better person for his family keeping a bottle ain't gonna help nobody it's gonna be the self-destructive and I've seen people do it coming up been to too many funerals to count that's why I ain't care for the juice of boys hood movies because I live through it but we had to deal with it. Not a lot of times weed was my friend <laughs> or a drink. That wasn't the best way to deal with it. No drugs. Go work out, hit a punching bag. That's how I dealt with it. But when I would come across people in conversation, it would be anger of okay, well I got a man, well, he he helped someone now he got murdered at a party. How's that good? And this person over here selling drugs, Robin ain't dead, man. Shut up talking to me. Because I was angry. Yet alone, I want to fight God for years. Like, well, I got to figure out a life without a dad. This is some bull crap. You got all these dope dealers and whatever out here for real. And you trying to tell me this is a good thing? Like, man, y'all don't get on my face, but I'm gonna drop kick you. <laughs> this ain't no good. And I ain't telling you, I'm dealing with dope dealers and gangbangers recruiting every day. And it's a good thing for me to deal with this crap. I stopped being a kid at 12 years old. Really? I'm gonna punch you in the face. Get out my face. <laughs> but God know what He doing with your story so everything I've been through it, it has helped someone to where I can do this Because again you couldn't tell me i be doing this Mm-mm. nah bro me on camera talking to people no I don't like people like that at all. I love women like that. I say, hey, how you doing? But, hey, can you be on my show? I'll talk about this. I'm nervous. They're looking at me funny, stranger, danger, like, oh, man. You want me to keep asking these people? I'm I'm humble. People reach out to me. I want to be a guest on your show now. Like, wow. You've been doing this thing that long. They come to you now. Wow. Hey. How about that? Now, what has been your impact in the community? so far impacting the community mm-hmm. uh i really feel like i
1: don't i feel like i ain't had an impact yet i'll be
0: honest i don't know i mean i work your community can be high school people you know have you noticed anything different than them seeing you on your path uh, they may took from you help them
1: uh not that i know of. i really i really ain't did too much i just work uh Sports I ain't really do so much, I feel like I haven't had an impact,
0: even man they you you may have had one, but they ain't said nothing to you, and I use the example my homeboy Joe, my brother's in sixth grade, he finished his um degree not too long ago, and I was truly humbled that he said he saw that I never quit and I finished mine so. That got him inspired to finish his.
2: Mm.
0: A guy that I had as an interview guest, Charles McKay, he's doing awesome. He almost close to 100 episodes with his podcast, Trey Metro Plug. I went to one of his book club hookups. It was pretty cool. And I was humbled again to learn he watched me. And that's where he started his podcast. So you never know who watching him, how you're moving. That inspired him. They might have never said nothing to you. And when they do, to me, it's very humbling that I've I'm impacted anybody' life for the better for them to do something themselves. Yeah. Should humble by that. But you never know. Right. And your Uncle George, man, like, man, people watching I don't think the way you're moving, people ain't watching because you got a few, I can't put speaker up there because it won't show. But you got a few titles in front of your name that you actually can say three books published, two albums. I have a article on LinkedIn. I publish once a month. I do have three companies. I had to make my high school record company real. Rebel Force Entertainment. And I host three shows. And I, you actually doing this stuff. You ain't just putting up there to try to get no clout. No crap like that. You are actually doing what you're saying. I don't think about it. I'm, I tend to do the blindfold and just with work. Then later I notice. Oh, you did ABC? Huh. I'm trying to get to the finish line with it. Do what it's supposed to do. Like, yeah, but stop and look up and just take account. You're doing some stuff, and it's impacting people. But the better. And I I, I can't do this without God, because there's been plenty shows where someone might just need to clean out their closet, and something that they've been through, tragic, come out. Mm -hmm. I'm like, whoa. Well, you got through it, and you're doing awesome. And you're here to share your story with somebody else. Yeah, you're right. Like, well, we ain't going to be stuck. We got to keep moving forward. And I just started looking at God like, Pastor, huh? Little slick devil. <laughs> you're going to get your way, huh? Okay. I ain't tripping. Just better help someone than not to help you. All right. look got it now. All right. You got another question for me? For your last question, uh,
1: mm. how you feel? Life has changed for you, like from from your era to now. Like, how do you feel like life has changed? Oh wow! Oh.
0: <laughs> from graduating '96 till now, yeah, we went from beepers and cell phones to computers in your hand with the phones now. It, it's amazing with the technology because you never thought the, all the comic book, cartoon stuff I would watch was even possible. I mean, I remember when Back to the Future 2 came out in 90. We were amazed they had the Jetson video conference stuff. I like, man, we never had that in real life, and we're doing it now. <laughs> like, this stuff... And then I had people laugh with the Apple Watch, but that was the Inspector Gadget cartoon. And looking at his niece Penny, solving crimes. Like, ain't nothing but the Inspector Gadget hookup in real life. Never thought we had that. So there have been some some strides with the technology to help you do more and to really further mankind. And then there's people that use it for when anything that's going to be used for bad. Know Facebook, the bullying, all that crap I've came across. People, boys were fighting in bathrooms, putting videos, all that nonsense. So it's definitely a lot. And a young minded, bright person can't have a multi million dollar business for high school because the world is at the tip of their fingers with technology now. If they're looking at it from that perspective, and then you could be wilding. And everybody know about that from that perspective, unfortunately, because we were wild back then. Glad we had no video footage. <laughs> it's a good thing. Yeah, I was at the clubs wilding. And, yeah, you can't say that I was Jeff dance on the floor. You ain't got no video. That's fake news. You ain't got nothing to me. Mm-mm. We ain't have all that back then. <laughs> but it's definitely a different world. Yeah, and some people. Don't keep up. Like, I remember I was dating someone and Yahoo Messenger was big. This girl is get, get mad at me because she didn't send me, like, five, ten things. And I'm still trying to respond to the first thing on my flip phone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, over the years, I got better in texting. <laughs> For real. That's a beautiful thing, too, with the tech because you don't miss out on stuff if you don't want to. But you do need to find balance because you can be on your devices 24 hours. and There's still stuff going on in the world that you ain't going to see on your phone. Go outside. Meet other people. Exercise. Engage starting in conversation with other people. So just find a balance with the tech we have now. Any other questions? <sighs> okay. Well, with we that Yoda game from you, what advice do you have for someone trying to find their purpose? Mm-hmm. Trying to find
1: their purpose. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I'm going to say put God first. Put God. Try, try different things. Don't limit yourself. Put yourself in a box, thinking you can only do this because you, you came from this background. You know, try to try everything out. Don't limit
0: yourself. Right. Yeah. Great advice. See, these thought you were gonna have a hard time coming up with something. So did I thought I was like, oh. now. How was it? Because I know you was nervous backstage. I wasn't. That- I didn't think I was gonna be able to do it.
1: <laughs> the question I didn't know I didn't think I was gonna be able to answer. it.
0: But after doing it, how was it for you? It was pretty good. It was pretty good. Pretty smooth. See? I live in Thailand. Make you feel like family. You know, you are family. But comfortable uh, you in your environment. Talk about you.
1: Yeah. So it felt kind of weird though, because you know I ain't talked about
0: myself so. Uh, you, I'm starting to get used to that. Now people want me to speak somewhere or be a guest when they show, well, we need a, your bio. Like bio? I ain't getting an origin story like Marvel? Man, let me see anything. What can I put down? <laughs> okay, you do music. When did you start doing all this? Okay, born in Detroit. Uh, I had to write something out. Okay, now I got something. Well, I can just send it to him. Just, just ask me off top. I'm like, I ain't done nothing. What you mean, my bio? What? Like, boy, you've done ABC. Like, oh my goodness, okay. That was the hardest part with books on the back because I, I read enough to where, okay, you got something about the author on the back <laughs> of. I want to put back here. Yeah. That was about the hardest part. What was was the, to, which, go ahead. What was the easy part? The easy part was to, was putting the words down. Um, that that part ain't hard for me. But the back part, how you ended out about the author page, picking designs, um, coming up with chapter titles for it. So the cosmetics would be a little more harder than the actual meat, the story itself.
2: Okay. To me, for me,
0: that part comes a little easy.
1: So you didn't have trouble like trying to connect it all, like the
0: whole storyline, for yourself, like. Nah, um, the a book I'm working on now. Are you two having a serious conversation? That what I'm trying to make sure I can put in there the nuances couples face because people don't look at the daily operations of a relationship. Each person roles in it and trying to put that into the right word. So people, if they don't want to have it, they can read this book and that helped them have that conversation. So they can have a healthy relationship where they are on to achieving the goals they want to achieve as a team. There's a lot of people going into relationships or marriage with the concept. Oh, is she going to do ABCD and I'll be good? Or are he going to do this? i am be good. But you ain't actually verbalized. And you find out, wait a minute, you expect I ain't no, that's not what I was thinking. Like y'all gotta have them talks. Like the real talks, What what you really think about that you and your homeboys or homegirls might talk, you and your partner need to have that talk as well. Cause y'all gonna look at each other every day. Yeah. So y'all gotta be on the same page. And that emotional confrontation, I call it, can be uncomfortable for some people because you don't know the outcome of how it might feel, but you need to have those conversations so you can get to where y'all trying to go as a family. And it ain't going to be 50-50 all the time, but as long as y'all both understand and want to work on the team goals together, mm-hmm. might be some bumps y'all should get there compared to y'all bloods and crypts with each other. And people like, why y'all together? How did it get this bad? <laughs> And there's a lot of miscommunication because y'all not sitting there having a real uncomfortable conversation with everything on the table about what it is you looking for hoping for whatever and i got a political thriller i gotta finish typing or writing out that's gonna be a good one that that should be a movie then i had a dream like thundercats that i'm still gotta finish i wrote it out first i got Transcribe the rest of it to type. So about maybe five books I got in wings that's gonna come out. Okay. You think about writing a book? I might.
1: Okay. You can do it. How you feel you did?
0: Like you grasp the technology to make it like. Um. Well, as long as you got Microsoft Word or Google Doc, because even Google Doc, you can speak it and then type it for you. At the time, I don't think that was out when I first started typing or writing books. But you got that route or type it yourself. That part's not hard. I mean, it's cool to get with a publishing company that can put more money behind your marketing. Mm -hmm. But if you just want to be independent with it, if you do Amazon KDP. With all social media, they have the you can boost your ad, and that's a way of marketing through Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok, whatever. Your stuff. Still got billboards, get your t-shirts or whatever. Maybe TV ads. I'm working on that through Hulu and some other people. They open up for small businesses to be able to reach their audience. Oh, okay, there you go. They you go your dad. I wonder when it'll be on here and say something. Comment. I've been waiting too. Like, okay. feel like Bishop Butler waiting to do the off the call. Like, where was mom and dad at? I ain't seen nothing under here in comments yet. Where they at? <laughs> been waiting all that time too. She's one of them for something. Yeah. You know, but it's definitely. And the biggest thing of everything I'm doing right now that if anybody watching me might think, oh, Jeff doing so much is. It's a lot of research. I might make you look like it's a. I'm a conductor of an orchestra. It's just putting the work in. So here to go to comments, auntie. Oh, thank oh. you. Uh, your dad. Okay. What's the hardest thing about being a student athlete? I just think I say.
1: Honestly, I have to say the time management. You really got to learn that early on. You, gotta, you know, because you're going to be struggling trying to turn the and say at eleven fifty nine not 11, 59, when you just got out of two practice.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, them deadlines, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. I remember 10th grade, Miss Constance, if she's still alive, you was the Jordan of everything for English. I appreciate you. Appreciate the hell out of her. Then, like her at the time, that we weren't honest program yet. So, we doing our thing like, cool, no problem, whatever. We became honest programs, and she had that talk with us. Oh, y'all, the honors program. So, we got to ramp it up a notch. Like, ain't we been doing some work? What you talking about, lady? Okay, starting from this point forward, every week, 3,000-word essay. You're going to have books to read, and the books, that's 500 pages. Yeah, and that's where your essay come from. What the? What? Oh, yeah, 20-page paper about Shakespeare. We do end the semester. We're like, whoa. When my sister had I'm like, you got her, you did good. Uh. I'm like, now nah, I understand. She said something else. You're doing an awesome job. Proud of you. you. boss. And, that, and I, in our 11th grade, we're trying out for sports. We still the honors program, so many days. Chef, did you do that quick page essay? Huh? Oh, dude, you, man, you be like, dude. Don't condone this to nobody. But we had a way to do the remix. That's so all I'm gonna say about it.
2: <laughs>
0: turn <over> something. in. <laughs> don't, don't undo that. Ever do that. But we were too smartphone good where we could remix. In our own words, Then Sometimes I just, hey, I'm just gonna take it, man. I was, I was at practice, Miss Constance. So I forgot. Turn it in tomorrow, like okay. So that that grind can be tough,
1: especially if you got teachers that don't like you just because you're an athlete. That's bad. That's still a thing. Still a thing. It's, it's still a thing, especially with the older teachers.
0: It's still a thing. So. <laughs> Do it would come off that they couldn't be an athlete, so they wanted to take it out on you? I don't know. I, I don't know. If you That's kind of weird. Like you ain't getting no special treatment. Um I mean they must have had a bad experience with the someone prior, so they want to take it on athletes now. Yeah. What was okay. y'all record by the way? Oh, we went, um we're undefeated in the in the region.
1: Okay, congrats. We only lost two games in non-region. Okay, so how far in the playoffs y'all go? Uh, we got to the second round, so that's cool. Yeah, it was good. It was a good experience. So like
0: one last good season. They ended off. It was pretty good. Hey, you went undefeated, man. That's that's Poppy Collar Mama right there. <laughs> it was, felt
1: pretty good. Felt pretty good.
0: You no, know, let them know something. Yeah, I wish I could have played. Just hit the quarterback one time, <laughs> having folded like a pretzel, just arms shaking like yeah. Oh my, all my anger coming up. I'm uh, yeah. good. <laughs> I had to write down the songs. Now you got all the flags. So. Oh yeah. Oh, it, it's touch football now. You need to wrap him up like a baby and put him down gently. Only way. Okay, you got you got some more questions coming in, your Auntie. I think you help your team in ways you don't know. Your dedication to the game, hard work, and discipline speaks volumes. That stuff you can use in life skills every day. It's true. Right. I see that. What are your goals for after high school? Uh, my goals after high school
1: is really get to the point where I can uh join a union. Get to that point. I want to join the union so i can actually be able to travel and work because i feel like i've been kind of ice i kind of feel like i haven't really explored so i really trying to okay and hopefully i can hopefully i can make it i can do really good with this electrician so okay
0: i don't see your mama unless they both just typing through his questions Now, if you write a book, what type of book you think about writing about? I think I'm really just write um trials and
1: tribulations. I feel like that's going to be the title of the title of the book.
0: Oh, I gotta write that
1: down. That's dope. Okay. I feel like really, really just a narrative, but like through my point of view.
0: Um, okay. If you need help, let me know. I will help you. I mean, Auntie want to know. How are you dealing with grief now? I'm dealing with grief. Uh, a
1: little bit the same way. I'm still trying. I'm still trying. I'm still trying to get through that. But uh, Uncle John, probably. Hey Big Z, Yo, what's up? So, um, <laughs> um, but I think still trying to still trying to deal with it. As as more people pass, it starts getting a little harder and harder. But I fucking like still. Yeah.
0: To get... Like we were talking about earlier. You got to go through the process got talk to you. anybody you need to cry with whoever one of us don't hold it in don't bottle bottle can lead to credible home smashing everything okay. because you're angry. That don't help nobody and sometimes other people might be dealing with grief you don't know about and they help them okay. never get easy when you lose someone that's true How are you say about your graduation? Uh, a little bit. I'm
1: still in shock, it came kind of quick. Um, was,
0: <laughs> you blink, yeah. and he was a senior, <laughs> it
1: really. Just hit me, it, it hit me bad. I was still in middle school, so I feel at some point I feel like I matured during my sophomore junior, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm still, I don't even know what I'm gonna do after I graduate. like – to celebrate, I still know what I'm going to do. So, really just...
0: But well, you, you're going to do better than what I did. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Dad, want to know, how can you help others such as yourself deal with the passion of loved ones in your circle?
1: Honestly, <laughs> I don't even... Honestly, I don't even know. I'm Honestly, I don't know. I'm still, still trying to... Work on that, but I I could say like just be there for him honestly. Like, yeah. Just let them know that you there for him. Honestly, all I all I can say, you know. St- I'm still trying to work on it myself. So.
0: Yeah. said so I told you it'd be a blink and they'd be saying it's time to graduate. Auntie yeah, told you, lol. Yeah. Well what? Yeah. mama bear at? What Paul? I don't, I don't know. I'm waiting to see your name up here. <laughs> I straight fell like Bishop above with the author call. Like, where the people at? Ain't nobody would comment on this conversation. Let's give them a minute, man. They forgot we were talking today. Once <laughs> I once I
1: to actually put my senior pictures, uh, uh, yeah. I started,
0: I started, yeah, hitting. man, bro. I'm so proud of you. I've been seeing like, yeah, I remember you to hold him, call him a little nipper, and he the big nipper. He, he, I'm telling his dad, he's graduating. Wow, I thought it was next year.
1: Time move. Went by so quick. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: to be eighteen. Yeah, man, you about to be 18. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that is impressive. Yeah. And your auntie, you you going in the words of your cousin, brother, turn up. Yeah, that was clear. <laughs> if you're coming house yelling, turn up, turn up. <laughs> For real. All I wrote for my um, newsletter on LinkedIn was about when your loved ones ain't here for the holidays. It was heavy about him on there. Yeah, now I dealt with it. Yeah. But, I mean, music has always been my retreat for a lot of stuff I dealt with in life. <laughs> I think I got over a thousand songs written. <laughs> so what was your favorite genre? My favorite genre, R and B. R and B. As as sad to say, I didn't like rap till I I had my heart broken in high school. Then I understood rap. (laughs) (laughs) I was straight line with all them thugs, and they talking like, "Man, I understand now, man. I understand this is crap. (laughs) (laughs) Music therapy and prayer. Yep. There you go, Mama Bear. There go. <laughs> Thank you go. Thank you. Yeah, but that's R&B. I mean, I'm definitely going to reach out seeking an interview with Babyface because he's the foundation for me. I mean, when I was about to buy CDs and tapes, I'm looking to see. you. To me, you ain't a musician if I can't see you wrote it, you produced it, you published it, whatever and then you know r kelly got his problem pray for him he was the like magic johnson to me where he could do everything you can put any genre in front of him and he'll make a dope song so i want to be like that where any genre i can make some good music to it and you don't got that now appreciate your mama bear I mean, all these artists coming out now are talented, but they ain't saying nothing. They bubble it, they talk about nothing, and there's so much going on in the world right now. That I mean, if Tupac was live, he would have a, he could probably make a triple disc album and they go. Because there's so much going on that can be talked about that a lot of people ain't touching. Right, Right. and back when we came up with hip hop and R&B, people talked about a lot of that stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a couple though, you know.
0: Yeah, you got a few. A couple. Auntie, say what's the hardest thing about being a student in this day and time in high school? Dude, honestly, honestly, so weird. It's there's They have
1: procedures, and I understand, but it's, it's it feel a little, a little too strict. You know, I know they are just trying to, cause of everything that went on with uh, school shootings and. Mm-hmm. Now we can't we can't do certain things to prevent us from being safe. So headphones, I understand, that's just so mm-hmm. hallway, some go down, stuff like that. But it's it's kinda it kinda dampers the experience. So Oh
0: at Wayne State, when I was still working there after I graduated, before I finally left, we had a a meeting with all the faculty. With um uh, Wayne State Public Safety Department, where they showed us videos on what to do if someone ever came to Wayne State. And I'm I'm in there like it's crazy. This is normal now. We need to have video of someone shoot ever come to this campus. This is what you need to do. Protect yourself or if you see someone injured, look around before you can try to help them or whatever. Like, cause you never thought people going to classrooms or schools or churches shooting up stuff.
1: Uh, now they got a rule.
0: Devil got soldiers out here too.
1: Yeah, but we got a rule now where we can't use the bathroom first fifteen and the last fifteen.
0: Just okay. Security measures. But my uh. auntie, I, I know, is peer pressure still an issue? Peer pressure still an issue.
1: If it is to a degree, if you're, I can say that. With a lot of stuff going on right now. No, drugs are. Head- you know, promoted so in,
0: still in in is, yeah, it's legal now. I mean, I voted against it. Like, I don't want you to walk around smoking weed everywhere, I don't care. I smoke weed like an average citizen in my house. I only walk around, oh, excuse me, sir. Like, man, you couldn't go roll that sit down somewhere, you just leave walking. Like, come on, man. I was thinking about them things about like, okay, you gonna legalize it? And I I can't be driving anywhere without smelling weed. Like, oh, they got some strong stuff. And some people might be impaired driving, so there's downsides to it. And we smoked cigarettes, drinking weed back in high school. That's probably sadly never gonna go away because people still dealing with life on issues. Yeah. But hopefully, more now. It's been promoted more better ways to deal with it. You no know, counselors in the schools more. You no know, go have them therapy sessions. Yeah. So I don't think we we had counselors back in the 90s, but it came more more, they was there for the females to talk to them if they had issues. You no, know, like that, that man garbage. Yeah. You weren't trying to be in there talking about you got issues at home. Like, why are you talking to the counselor, man? You all right? Did your friends Dudes back then, oh this old sucker got you got mommy daddy is your home. You don't want to hear that garbage you wanna fight like man shut up. So if people did do it, they probably did it in private. But you didn't know. Awesome. Well, now they now they uh they popularise
1: babes. As real popular.
0: Yeah. And all this stuff ain't good for you. It's uh-huh. smoking of some form and stuff they make forks. So they I see they make commercials now to try to Find a balance with information about that stuff. That it still ain't good for you. You know, definitely got to get some exercise in, plenty of water. You know. Not sure, anybody got another question they want to ask? All right, and would you do this again? Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. You want to have your own show one day? Uh, I
1: don't
0: know. <laughs> I don't know. I might. I might. Okay. I have to get another question. What advice can you give to someone watching how to rise above it and not be affected?
2: Uh,
0: well, I guess you're talking about the peer pressure or the drinking, smoking. Honestly,
1: find the right people to hang around with. Uh, uh, surround yourself with good people. I can say that because the people you you hang around really reflects kind of.
0: All right, she's talking about peer pressure. So, now do they have the clicks where you can tell, oh, don't want to be thugs or they the this, they the that? Somewhat, like you you can somewhat tell,
1: you can somewhat tell by the way they present themselves.
0: Okay, I kind
1: of, yeah. You can You can see that.
0: Back in the day, they ain't had it. You knew who who was who. Them yeah. the dope dealers, them the game bangers, them the wannabe thugs, them the – we ain't had that golf stuff, so them the ones just trying to do – those the gamers, those – the, they don't know. We the nerds because they had us in the back hallways of <laughs> They didn't want us to associate with them. Like, that's so terrible. You <laughs> know. But, but it was with this. Dad, got a question? What is the second half of high school looking like for you, Z?
1: Second half.
0: You mean like junior and senior year? No, second. It's your second half of high school, cause you, you done. Oh. The rest of the school year.
1: Oh, oh, okay. Um what does it look like, honestly? Really uh enjoying, enjoying the experience while I still got it, because I know it's after after this first semester, I really go by quick with uh different activities, but really just trying to have fun. I mean, to, you got prom coming up. But Yeah, mm-hmm. I.
0: All
1: the, with all the free time, cause I ain't used to it. So
0: you going to your prom? Yeah, I, <laughs> I think so. I might. I might. Well, you gotta go to your prom. You talking about Mike? I actually say, awesome nephew you had a great wisdom, much to offer. And back on this, you might go. That's a lot of money for one night. It's a lot of money for one night. I mean, they had nice suits and stuff for budget. You can rent. You ain't. You ain't got to spend five grand on your prime if you don't want to. Yeah. I had a neon. <laughs> I had a a, a radio. In there with a tape deck, because if they didn't have a tape deck, I went to Mario's for a suit that was about 100. I went by myself. Mm. The person I was going to take, why I couldn't make it? Yeah. Then went out to a restaurant called Simbaz after the fact. No more than 200. Then I hung out with a friend smoked weed with her for the next hour or two. <laughs> She was mad. Like, why ain't why ain't you take me to the prom? Like, cause taking you would have just sent off too many issues in our little world of high school. Mm-mm. I would have had to fight someone I didn't need to fight over this. Cause you in high school, you know what it is. Right <laughs> around that would have been the the, the breaking CNN. He took so and so. I didn't know they talking like that. What the so and so think? I'm not trying to deal with that the rest of my last few months of high school. Nah. Know. <laughs> Damn, the... know. Yeah, it ain't gonna... It shouldn't cost that much. I... Definitely go for the experience, man. I don't know if you got a female friend particularly you want to take. We'll go for the experience. Take it all in, because when you get out of high school... Two years gone, five years gone, 10 years gone. Damn, 40. <laughs> yeah, that is. Time started moving. For real. He talking about 10 year reunion. Like, it's been 10 years. And it's been 20. Wow. How about that? Think, okay. And Dev got to come down there for the graduation. That's going to be. That's going to be epic. I don't know what I'm going to do,
1: though. Don't know what you're going to do. Yeah, like, for a celebration, like, after
0: graduating. Well, you know you're going to be with your people. We are probably going to be down there. I might come up there. I might. Hey. Hey, Hey, we can do a part two to it as well everybody can oh yeah damn everybody can show up you come back y'all come back up here yeah we definitely do it up that celebration because all y'all have graduated
1: oh yeah everybody everybody got it
0: until eventually when's my time to have a kid then he or she'll be the one next up i know doug his last child she graduated this year too mm. That'd be all of y'all that we know of they had the kids. Everybody grown. <laughs> Crazy man. Oh <laughs> six was like just yesterday. Like Donna he dang he's about to graduate. Thought it was twenty five. Like okay. Time moving. It is. don't really is. Yeah, yeah. We definitely gonna turn up. Got to. Got to. That's a celebration, especially all the ups and downs, the losses along the way. I know the biggest thing when me and my friend was smoking weed the day we graduated. Don't do that, nobody. Don't condone none of that. That's what I did back then. But it was still more reflective that, man, they used to shoot up high school, 10th grade when all the gangs were trying to take over. Then everybody stopped. And everybody wanted to get on the females, and females are having all these kids. We thought it was going to be a daycare at the prom. And now we're in the real world, figuring out life. That was crazy four years. <laughs> <I> feel like <laughs> I was be reflective. Yeah. But then we saw people when we started going to parties in college. I was going to state, but I didn't have everything like I should have. So a lot of my other people went up there. And we would run across people and be up there like, I ain't seen you since high school. What up, though? Like, we getting it in. Yeah. And that would be the, that would be the fun memories you look back on because I lived up in state. <laughs> I had a real job. I always had to look out for someone. But those definitely were the fun times, man. For real. So I was calling for you? I had that college experience when I would go up to state. And, and be away because working and going to Wayne State, it was to me it was more like I was a grown man status with school stuff. Okay, I just got off work and I'm in school. But going up there, I could get that feel of you're away at college. So this is what they be dealing with. And oddly, I stopped drinking because I was doing all that when I was young and I shouldn't have been doing it. So like I'm good. Just give me some orange juice. So I learned I could turn up sober. And there's no off-cap, so I'm 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 live all day with it. And it would be the stories of here what they're dealing with. or we taking them to go get some food because one of our friends knew females that had a stove. You meet females with a stove, Zion. Y'all need to be avengers. <laughs> so it's currency. These fools, they stop hanging with them. We come up there, we look in the, the the tape, the little bunk beds, they had had the in part, we open it. They got chips, chip pop water, like what the food at? Oh, um, what them females with the stove? Oh, we don't hang with them like that's we do. Y- y- y'all can collaborate. <laughs> you gotta know them. They have a stove, man. What's wrong with you? So we take them go get some food. You know what I'm saying? Like. So you mean anybody with a stove? Avengers. We, we we homeboy, homegirl, homeboy, homeboy. We work as a team. Hey. We eat some real food, well, <laughs> Not I swear. just snacks all day. But it was fun. That was a fun, fun experience going up there with them. I was. So the You'll definitely have fun. You no, know, definitely you need your homeboy to have your back. And me, I was trying to meet females with all different career paths. Like I need a judge, a lawyer, a doctor. I need all that. Okay. I, I don't like dudes like that. I like women. so I just need someone. Hey, 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 man, they got me. You got my back? Cool. Maybe get another, maybe three of y'all. But after that, mm, I need to know the ladies. I was, Are you going to be a CEO? Man, I need, I need you on the team. You know, we just collaborate. And, and you're going to have some fun. How was the work in the journey? What's that? All was the workload in college? Um, If you get like 15 credits, it's going to be some work. But just like you learn to prioritize football with school, it's going to be easy. Because most colleges, when I was getting done, they want to make sure they streamline you to get what you need to know and get out. So it ain't going to be about you need to be doing – 15,000 word papers and all this. its going to be some work to be done, but there's going to be a balance of it, and you'll be good. Okay. And the more people you get cool with, y'all just have two run sessions together, meet up, and that would be the funnest thing because when I look back on it now, my ground floor social conversation show was birthed in Rand's house on Cass, which was the old accounting lab. Because we used to be in there talking with them, and we talked about everything. (laughs) No talk was off-limit, and we all learned something, had a good time. Everybody used to get picked up. Like, man, we used to be chopping up about ABC. Like, hey, that was a good conversation. Like, I look back now, like, that's where the birthday ground floor show was birthed, right in that brand's house. We talked about everything. Shout out to my old. Oh, coaching up person, Stacy Lynn. I she's a professor of accounting. Because definitely get the help if you need it. And don't be hesitant. If you don't understand, go get that help. Cause you're paying for this. And I wasn't paying for it unless I failed. And I did that once or twice. That wasn't that thousand bucks was too much money, bro. Um I'm, I'm check. I ain't appreciate it. <laughs> Had to slap myself. So don't 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 do it if you ain't gonna do it you going to put your time into it. Do it right. Find what you can. Get up out. And enjoy the ride. That's something I'm learning now. I didn't really do all the way. I was just trying to get get to the end of the road of it. Enjoy all of it. Because it all matters. You know. I hope you enjoyed this, man. This has been awesome. Proud of you. Thanks. Got to chop it up some more. I thought you had your hoodie on. <laughs> That's your style right now. I like it. I want to thank my awesome high school senior sports athlete nephew, Zion Edwards. Thanks. For anybody watching us in high school or thinking about doing sports in high school, check this out. Share it. You can balance them both. Have fun doing it. Learn a lot. If anybody want to hear about this story, hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for having me. Ah, thank you for doing it, nephew. I, I had to come out on vacation for this one. Like, oh, you got time to do it? Oh, oh we got to do this. This is my nephew. I ain't really chopped it up with him. See what's going on in this world. This is pretty awesome. Sorry. Shout out to the fam for all the comments. And you're going to help somebody because 31 countries with all demographic listening, brother. So someone going to get help from your story. It's crazy. it's crazy. It's crazy. Let me check it in on you now. I hope you enjoy the rest of your night. You want to hit me up when this show done. Feel free, and everybody continue join y'all holiday weekend. Until December, when the new episode will come, I'm give y'all another replay. This, this 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 special night right here. Appreciate you. appreciate you nephew. And love you.